up, nerds? ESPN plus the ESPN But this was a lost season for the Jets. I did not see a single thing this year that makes you excited to build upon. You, you hired somebody that doesn't even understand what an SC Trojan is all about. Like, stop. Hi, I'm Brian Barnhart, voice of the Fighting Illini, and this is your home for Fighting Illini Sports. 98.9, the game. And now, broadcasting live and local, from the 98.9, the game studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. My name is Travis Parks, and I cheer for Illinois Athletics, and I obviously do not deserve good things. And Eric Fry. I have honestly no idea. It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. La, 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 la. Welcome in to the starting lineup. Welcome in to another Tuesday, December 6th, 2022. It's Twisted Tuesday. And it's also Taco Tuesday out there as well. Whatever you're celebrating, we're here to celebrate with you. What's happening out there? Travis Sparks, Eric Fry along for the ride, hanging out with you until the noon hour here on ESPN Radio on a 98.9 The Game. Of course, we got a good show lined up for you as always here. And coming up, we're going to be talking to some local sports, some girls basketball that happened last night, a wild game that we had on our family of networks over on Jack FM with San Anthony and Altamont. We'll talk all about that game as well as we'll get you set for what boys basketball is happening tonight on the schedule including another game over there on jack fm and we also have another game here on 98.9 the game here as the Illini are back in basketball action it's a big one there in new york in the world's most famous arena madison square garden it's just against the number two team in the entire country. Yeah. It's just against Texas. And uh, so we'll take a look at that game as well as we'll take a look back at uh, Friday's game against Maryland. We didn't get a chance to talk much about that uh, yesterday. And we'll see what else happening in college basketball. We'll also to maybe take a look at uh, some college football news and uh, notes. The uh, transfer portal officially opened yesterday. And man, oh, man, has this become a huge thing. Hundreds of players are in uh, the transfer portal out there, and it's just uh, crazy how uh, free agency has kind of affected uh, college football the way it has. And also the Heisman finalists were announced, and if you're any other position besides a quarterback, well, you're not invited to the Heisman yeah. Trophy ceremony. And uh, we'll also talk about the NFL game that happened last night. Did you expect anything else, Tom Brady, coming back in the fourth quarter? Did you expect anything different? 
him. He did, and we'll talk about that as well as we might hit on some other national sports, NBA, NHL coming up. And whatever I don't get to here in the Treasure Hour, we'll get to in the podcast. And, of course, you can find that podcast wherever you find your favorite pods, iTunes, Spotify, our website, fmradio.com, and all those wonderful platforms. All righty, I have set the table good enough, I think, and we need to just jump right into it. And let's get it started, and let's kick it off with First Things First, right off the top. Before we get into the show... First things first. And we're starting off a little MLB action as a lot of things are happening there at the uh, winter meetings and uh, still some uh, free agents to be signed and uh, still a ton of money to be handed out. Uh, a hand of money has already been uh, handed out with a couple of players already off the dockets, the Grom, Verlander, signing big contracts. And then yesterday afternoon, and uh, another huge contract that was uh, shielded out, and it was by Philadelphia. As it just seemed like not too long ago, they signed a Bryce Harper to that mm-hmm. multi-year uh, 10-plus year contract and however much money that was worth. And, well, they done did it again as uh, – Trey Turner, one of the uh, biggest uh, free agents out there at the shortstop position. Yep, one, one of, of the big many, four. Yeah, one of many out there at that position. And he signed with the Philadelphia Phillies. So he's back in the NL East. And also teammates again with Bryce Harper as well. As Trey Turner signed yesterday with the Phillies, 11 years, $300 million for Mr. Trey Turner. That's huge. It is. That is a humongous huge, deal. Huge contract. But, Travis, mm-hmm. I do want to bring up something about this Trey Turner signing. Uh-huh. According to reports, he was offered more by the Padres. I did hear that, yeah. The Padres offered him more, and he didn't want it. Mm-hmm. Does that make you see or think what players' perception is of San Diego as far as a World Series contender? Yeah, possibly. Because obviously Philly just went to the World Series. They lost, but they went to it. Yeah. If someone's willing to take less money to go there than they are to go out to San Diego, mm-hmm. could it also be the the lingering of Fernando Tatis Jr.? Right. That is you know, that a, a, a shortstop to stay away because he's going to come back at some point. Right. And then where are you? Yeah, I think Trey Turner, he, he can play second, but yeah. his natural position yeah. is at short, and I think that's where he's most comfortable at. So I think maybe that definitely factored into the decision that, okay, you want to hand me more money, but what's going to happen when Tartis yeah. is, uh, comes back in, into the fold? You're going to have to make me switch to second base, and that's something that I don't want to do. I think so. it's a win-win for both sides, obviously. Um, <sighs> the Phillies obviously get a, an upgrade. Um the rich get richer in that regard. Exactly. Yeah. This team just went to the world series. Yep. They just lost to the Astros. And uh, then they uh, signed one of the biggest free agents out there on the market that, that they could possibly have. And their lineup is even more stacked now with the uh, JT Romuto, yep. Kyle Schwarber, yep. Reese Hoskins and uh, Nick Castellanos as well. And, and Bryce Harper. And, uh, Bryce Harper. Yeah. Not to mention uh, him yeah. uh, there, even though I think that what he's going to have surgery or yeah, something like that, yeah. but uh, still, um, 
what a lineup that is uh, for uh, Philadelphia. As, uh, hey, they're looking at the market, and uh, they look at, they're trying to win. And uh, they knew that they were close last year, and they're going to try to do everything and pull out the stops and shell out all the money mm-hmm. that they possibly can. And uh, they did it, and they shelled out the, the big money for Mr. Trey Turner. Now, do you think that this is a, a good move for Philly? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. I, I To me, I've, I think it's great for Trey Turner because he's not going somewhere where he's going to be asked to carry a team. Mm-hmm. He's going to get to go somewhere where he just can kind of, you know, settle in there and be a middle-of-the-order guy and, you know, be, be good. I mean, he's one of the best hitters in baseball the past two seasons, Travis. He's second in batting average yeah. in the MLB that time. He's first in hits as well as seventh for in doubles and fourth in stolen bases. So mm-hmm. he obviously knows what he's doing um, on, on that side. So uh, he's the fourth shortstop to ever sign a $300 million contract joining Tatis Jr., Corey Seager, and Francisco Lindor. And it's the 10th $300 million contract in MLB history. Uh, the Phillies joined the Padres now as the only franchise to give out multiple $300 million contracts. Uh, Philly has Harper, Turner, and then San Diego, obviously, with Tatis and Machado. So mm-hmm. um, spending the money, but as we've seen, money, it seems like, will get you further in the playoffs. Yeah, that's the, the way of the world. So, and some teams are getting passed by. Well, let's talk about that, Travis. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that about, up. Let's talk about it. I, I, I would assume you're talking about your St. Louis Cardinals. Yeah. I know I you wanted Trey Turner. I, I did. If you're the Cardinals now, obviously you you pivot. I don't even know if they were in on Trey Turner. Yeah. I, I haven't heard anything I, saying I they were. Yeah, I didn't hear. So. What? <laughs> uh, well, the big name is uh, still out there, and the big name that everyone's been kind of linking us to uh, the last 24 hours has been uh, Dansby Swanson. Well, there's another team that's also been linked to uh, Dansby Swanson. There is, uh, uh, and but let's let's stick with the Cardinals, mm-hmm. and then and then we'll go to the Northsiders. Yeah. So, yes, and I think that, that would be an upgrade for St. Louis. Would it? I think it would. I think it would be just a, a slight upgrade, in particular how much we're going to have to pay him. Is it that, worth it? Yes, that's where that's that's the sticking that's point. The, that's the uh, consensus that I'm seeing on social media and everyone else that I'm talking to. Travis, I think, and and I could be 100 percent wrong here, and that's fine. I don't think the Cardinals are getting a shortstop. <laughs> I, I think it they, would not shock me. I think they're fine with what they have with Donovan and Gorman at second, mm-hmm. and then. Um, At short. I think they're totally fine with that. I don't think they have a problem with that. Mm -hmm. So, Cardinal fans, I don't think you're getting a shortstop. I could be wrong. (laughs) I think you're more so looking for a backstop than a shortstop. And to me, I think that should be more of a priority for the Cardinals. Because the market for shortstops is a lot deeper than the market for catchers. Yeah, and we need one. And you need one. That's I mean, that is a need. Right. Shortstop's not a need, it's a want. Right. So, 
I, I would I, agree with that. I don't think you're going to get a shortstop. Uh, Moselec said that uh, the team hopes to have a new starting pitcher by the end of the winter meetings. Um, so at least you know that there's possibly that. But mm-hmm. you, you gotta you gotta start with the catcher. A starting pitcher, I think, would be nice as well if you're the Cardinals. But I just don't see shortstop happening at this point in time. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. And then, you know, with the the big four that was out there, I think that would uh, certainly hurt uh, with not landing one of them, uh, especially uh, Bogarts being kicked around the last uh, season and a half, uh, you know, losing out on Turner and then being linked to a Swanson and then uh, also Carlos Correa out there as well. So um, it would just be a bummer if they uh, let one of these shortstop pass you by. But, yeah, certainly catcher is also a 100% need as well. And it, it looks like, I mean, maybe it's not the sexy move, but uh, we could be uh, getting uh, Sean Murphy from the A's. That's also been hugely Which I think's a great, uh, talked about. I think that would be a great move for St. Louis. I really do. And obviously, It would definitely in- be a better option than, like, Andrew Kisner or whatnot being the everyday backstop. Yeah. So and I And I that. also think that, you know, Obviously, you're still in on Contreras, mm-hmm. so I, I wouldn't. I think that would be good. I wouldn't give up on that yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think I I think as far as a shortstop goes, you need to just adjust that what you have is what you're gonna probably end up with. Yeah, yeah, and then it goes back to I. Uh, I mean, I remember you saying it at some point. I think it was really after you lost to the uh, Phillies. Is that you know the Cardinals are built to uh, win the yep. NL Central? They're yep. not built to win the World Series. They're letting other teams pass them by in that aspect. And let's be honest, a weak NL Central. Yeah. I mean, out yeah. of the three divisions, it's the weakest. Right. So if you're built to win the weakest division, you're really not built to win a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's what we've seen in that's the postseason. Fair. Now yeah. you hope, if you're the Cardinals, that maybe the rest of the NL Central gets better to push you further. Mm-hmm. And that in the biz is what we call a transition. So now let's transition to the north side. Yeah. Because reports have come out from multiple sources mm-hmm. that the Ricketts yep. and the Ricketts family, yep. who I have lambasted and criticized on this show for two years, <laughs> yes, for two have. years, has told team president Jed Hoyer, that yep. Jed has the green light to spend whatever he needs to turn the team around now. Yeah, I did see that. And so, Travis, now people are saying that the Cubs, they've already met with Correa. Yep. Supposedly that meeting was last night and it went very well mm-hmm. from reports. Sure. But there's also other reports saying that they're tied to Swanson and Bogarts and they're trying to get them both. Wow. I have heard I have heard the potential to land uh, either Swanson, Correa, and then yeah, Bogarts uh, along with uh, either one of those two. If the Ricketts family, <laughs> who I have criticized for multiple years, yeah, is telling Jed Hoyer, it's off. You're free to go, free reign. Do what you need to do to turn this team around now because we are not liking the backlash we're getting. Mm-hmm. Then by golly, it was all worth it of me criticizing them. <laughs> Because finally they're listening. Spend the money. You have it. Yeah. Spend it. It ain't doing anything sitting in a bank not doing anything. Right. Spend it. 
I don't know if you need to get two out of the three shortstops. Mm-hmm. I, I heard people saying, oh, you know, you put one at third, you put one at short, or you put one at second, one at short. To me, I would get the best one you can get. You have so many other needs everywhere else. Yeah. Why spend so much money on just one position, basically, for right. two guys? Yeah. But with this news coming out that, you know, they're open to, you know, open to uh, to spending whatever they need to spend, Travis. Right. <sighs> yeah, I didn't look too much deep into that when I did see the rumors about getting two out of the three of those. So I don't know if how many uh, p- positions like if uh, Swanson could be uh, used at second or third or if they're comfortable there or, you know, any of the combination. I don't know if Bogarts is comfortable out of position or uh, uh, Correa for for that matter. Um, you know, that, that's one thing to do it in, like, a video game or it will right. be the show, but then it's completely different to kind of rely on that and take away, especially as Swanson is great defensively at short. I mean, in their own right, I think he's probably the best out of the three. Uh, I'd say so. Uh, it's one thing. It's kind of like the whole argument with between Tommy Edmond of switching in between uh, sh- short and second and whatnot. But um, I don't know. According to to John uh, Morsey, uh, mm-hmm. reporter, he says on on the air says that if Correa does not go back to the Twins, he's going to Chicago. Yeah, that's what everyone says. Bogarts grew up a Cubs fan. Really. There's a connection there. The other thing that has just come out, Travis, since we started the show, is the market um, for uh, uh, Senga, the pitcher from Japan. Oh, yeah. And that, right now, it's looking like the Mets, Giants, Red Sox, Padres, Rangers, and the Cubs. Hmm. So, again, if I'm the Cubs, don't spend all your money on one spot. Yeah. And by golly, you give Aaron Judge a call. (laughs) Yes, to see the, see the interest, I guess. If you're willing to Judge spend the, the money, kick the tires everywhere you can. Yeah. While you're calling people, call up Anthony Rizzo, too. <laughs> well, that's already, that I ship know. is already sailed. I know. Has sailed, so uh, no reunion uh, there. But. I know, I can hope. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess uh, you focus your, your hope uh, elsewhere, but... Uh, dominoes are starting to fall there yes. at the uh, winter meetings and uh, talking rumors are only going to anticipate anticipate uh, from here. However, with all this being said, and I saw this uh, this tweet on on Twitter and I love it, and this is how I feel right now, and that is besides a catcher, a first baseman, a second baseman, a third baseman, a center fielder, a DH, two starting pitchers, and a closer, the Cubs are loaded for 2023. Yep, that's I mean, besides true. just those things. We're pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So again, you have a lot of positions to fill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you do. As we just mentioned with the Cardinals, the NL Central is the weakest of the NL divisions. Right. Doesn't take a lot. It doesn't take a lot to to win it. And yep. It looks like uh, the market is changing, and you need to start spending some money in order to uh, win, and um, not only win your division, but win championships. 
as well. All right, uh, so uh, let's uh, take a break and uh, let's uh, talk some uh, local sports uh, coming up. High school uh, girls basketball last night and uh, what boys basketball is happening uh, tonight. And we do have a couple of girls matchups uh, tonight as well. And one intriguing one uh, for sure. So uh, we'll take a look at that coming up next. We'll be right back to the starting lineup. We need to figure out what we're going to talk about the next segment. Winter is almost here. Is your car ready for daily commute? Stock your vehicle with supplies such as snow shovel, broom, and ice scraper. Abrasive materials such as sand or kitty litter may help when you get stuck. Jumper cables, flashlight, and warning devices such as flares and emergency markers may help when problems arise. Blankets, a cell phone charger, food, water, and necessary medicines may also be necessary for longer trips. This is Sergeant Jerry Purcell of the Effingham Police Department. Please prepare your vehicle and yourself for the upcoming winter. Steps now may protect you and your passengers. In 1896, if you wanted to get your stuff from point A to point B, it could take months as you breathed the elements with your caravan of horse-drawn carriages. Many lives were lost and goods perished along the way. Aren't you glad it's not 1896? Worth Computer Repair is glad it's not 1896, and they can help you get your emails, messages, pictures, whatever you need sent to your family, friends, or customers there in a flash. Call Worth Computer Repair for a new or refurbished computer today and get your stuff there in a flash. Call 618-292-1002. Hi, this is Casey from JNR Collision Centers. We would like to announce the purchase of Walk's Auto Body from Doug Walk. JNR's commitment will be the same as Doug's always was. We will go above and beyond to return your vehicle to pre-accident condition. We will work with you and your insurance company and keep you informed during the entire repair process. Stop by and see us at either Effingham location, 3241 South Banker Street or 1424 East Via Avenue, or call JNR Collision Centers at 877-525-5722. Football season is underway, so now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Because right now, new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. Just sign up with promo code PLAY. FanDuel has all your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props. So sign up today with promo code PLAY for your no-sweat first bet. Make every moment more this season with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus in select states. First online real money wager only. Refund issued as non-withdrawable free bets that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, and Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org chat Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT-IN INDIANA, 1-800-522-4700, or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, one 877 stop louisiana 1-877-8-HOPE-NY, or text HOPE-NY-467-369 in New York, Tennessee Redline, 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee, 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming, or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia. And now, this is like Christmas morning. Everybody has a chance. It is opening day. Baseball is back. We've waited since the last out was made that World Series, and it's finally here. There's a reason why I haven't talked yet. and I think opening day is overrated. The starting lineup. Oh, boy. I enjoy the final day of the season more than opening day. Oh. And I'm not saying it's not an exciting day, but there's 162 more games ahead of us. Like, this is the first one. This is First one back after months. It's just a great day for baseball to be back. Sorry, I, I don't feel the same way. I don't know what it's unbelievable here on the, one of the most exciting days in sports, and it's overrated. To me, it this is. This has got to be a joke. No. Right? No. We're getting punked. 
on 98.9 The Game. Again, to the starting lineup here on 98.9 via Game ESPN Radio. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry hanging out with you. Let's talk some local sports that happened last night. And let's first start off with a game that was heard on our airwaves over on Jack FM as it was a great high school basketball game as St. Anthony won this one and uh, both teams came in undefeated as the uh, Bulldogs left Altamont last night as the only uh, undefeated team uh, left uh, there in this matchup as St. Anthony held on there after a feverish comeback for Altamont but St. Anthony hung on 76-73 to uh, get the win as four Bulldogs were in a double figures for St. Anthony and uh, Altamont's Grace Nelson pours in a, a career high, as uh, I mentioned several times leading up to the game, that in this last regular season matchup, she dropped 50 points against uh, St. A. And, well, she bested herself there. That was her original career high. But last night, 56 points she poured in, and including a late a three and a late steal to get the uh, uh, deficit down to three, uh, but the time just ran out on the comeback attempt, and St. Anthony also had some free throws uh, there at the uh, very end by uh, Faber and Vonderheide to uh, close out the uh, win, and uh, St. Anthony picks up a W in uh, what was... They had a big lead mm-hmm. at one point. They had a great start to the game. First quarter uh, jumped out there early on, and, uh, you know, the the game was a one-point game at one point, and then uh, St. Anthony uh, closed out uh, the first quarter on, like, an 11-to-1 run or something crazy like that and ended up leading 22-11 at after the uh, first quarter. And, uh, hey, Bulldogs, they prove why they're the number seven-ranked team in Class 1A, and they hang on for the win last night. Yeah, you know, and and Altamont, like you said, gave him gave him a, a, a chance. Gave, you know, Altamont gave him a game. They did for sure. Uh, it was just St. Anthony just had a little bit too much for him. Right, and you know, Altamont had some turnovers early, and Altamont tried to get back into the game. St. Anthony uh, coughed it up a few times there uh, late uh, as well. But uh, you know, St. Anthony uh, fear day. Uh, I had her down for uh, 19 points uh, on a favor. She had 14 and Nuxall also had 14 and Ruhal had a 13 and Vonderheide was right there uh, with nine. And uh, also, you know, St. Anthony, they had a lot of players. There was a lot of fouls last night. There was mm-hmm. like a uh, combined, oh, I want to say like 13 fouls with like the first quarter or something. <laughs> so, uh, and uh, most of those were uh, St. Anthony. And so they had a lot of girls in foul trouble, but to their credit, no one fouled out. They, they hung on with those four fouls. And, you know, Peyton, Osteen, Kylie, uh, or Kaylee Lurkins, they both ended up uh, fouling out. Uh, Bay may have been close there. Actually, I think she may have been even uh, fouled out uh, there at the very end. But give St. Anthony credit, they they didn't. none of those players fouled out. Well, and, you know, Travis, they always say that big-time players step up in big-time situations. And last night, Grace L- Nelson stepped up. Um Unfortunately, some of the players that we had seen progress from as the, the year started out kind of went away a little bit. I think of Claire Bame, as you said, dealing with foul trouble 
Um, but she's kind of stepped up in the past couple of games, had some double-digit point performances um, as well as as Peyton Ossie. It's just it's the old age-old question. Is it a, an athlete or a team? And St. Anthony last night played as a team. Four players, as you said, in double figures. Vonder Hyde right there, almost in double figures. It was a team mm-hmm. effort from St. Anthony that overcame a great individual performance from Grace Nelson. I, uh, I know uh, Grace even left some points out on the table mm-hmm. uh, at the free throw line that I know she would, would like to have back. And I know for sure the competitor that she is, uh, that, oh, great, I had 56 points, but my team lost. Right. So, uh, Which but, all, all the good ones have. I mean, right. we've heard stories of MJ saying the same thing. You know, I'm yeah. not comparing Grace to MJ. That's. It may be a fair comparison. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But, uh, you know, at the free throw line, uh, you know, uh, there were some points uh, left out on the table. I know uh, Peyton uh, had some uh, there, and uh, so did Bame. Uh, But, uh, you know, the the shots just weren't falling. And uh, for the most part, besides uh, Grace, uh, you know, the shots were were there, but they just weren't falling. Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, St. Anthony, uh, they they were. And uh, so – Give all the credit there to uh, St. Anthony, though. Uh, but uh, Altamont actually outscored him in the second half there. I yeah. mean, you know, Nelson, 20 points in the third, 21 in the fourth. Uh, so she scored 41 in the second half alone. <laughs> yeah, that's incredible, first of all. Um, but second of all, you know, it just – it just again, as I said, I said it yesterday on the show, Travis, it sinks that we're having this game this early in the season. Mm-hmm. And I right. hope we get it again a couple oh, of times definitely. this year. Yeah, for sure. I hope we uh, see it again. Uh, now, uh, they're not matched up currently in the Mattoon Holiday Tournament. It would have to pool play. would have to shake out to right. see if they would match up there. But, of course, the conference tournament uh, as well. And uh, Coach Lurkins talked about, you know, how are you going to respond to uh, this loss? And uh, that's uh, 100%. The, the right way to look at it is how, how are you going to respond mm-hmm. to a tough loss like this and also uh, coming off homecoming as well and uh, so uh, we'll see how Altamont uh, gathers themselves and they'll be back and take a little bit of a break from from yep. game action and to get them more practices underneath their belt and uh, they'll learn uh, from the loss and they'll be back in action in Mattoon on Saturday against the Citroen M yep. up at uh, Lakeland College. Which is always a fun atmosphere. Yeah. Get to go up to Lakeland. Yeah, get to play on a, a national champion yeah. uh, winning club That's floor. Right. Uh, St. Anthony, uh, they did improve to a 9-0 and and a 3-0 and in the NTC. That's probably the most important uh, for them. And uh, the mat- next matchup uh, for them it would be a big, a crucial one coming up with uh, CHBC in the NTC as well. So uh, St. Anthony gets uh, the uh, dub last night. Let's take a look at uh, some other games uh, that happened uh, last night. It was Arcola over Blue Ridge, 57-2-13. to it was a Brownstown at St. Elmo all over Martinsville in this one. As Brownstown, uh, they improved to eight and one on the season, and they uh, got the win over Martinsville, sixty-four to eight. That's right, four points in the first half, four points in the second half for Martinsville. There, so it was a good night for Brownstown. Not so much for uh, Martinsville. Uh, New Nover, Edwards County, 56-41. It was Sarah Gordo over Okaw Valley, 64-29. to uh, It was Robinson picking up the uh, win over Casey, 58-23. to 
Cumberland got the win over Heritage, 53-15. It was Nioga getting the win over South Central, 59-27. So Nioga, they improved to a 7-0 on the young year. And another win in the NTC, that's number two. Uh, Richards, Campbell, and Warman all had 14 points apiece for the Indians and a big second and third quarter for Nioga as they outscored South Central on that run 41 to 6 during those two quarters combined to take control of that one. Uh, Webster led the way for South Central. She had 11, and that was the only double-figure score for the Cougars. Uh, Garrett, uh, she added nine points, though. But uh, Nioga picking up the win before hey, a big-time matchup uh, this evening. Uh, CHBC, is uh, speaking of uh, them, they defeated Shelbyville 61-2-48. They improved his 7-2 on of the year. This was a close game throughout the uh, first half, but uh, CHBC won this in the second half. Uh, Heckard uh, led the way for uh, CHBC, 22 points. Uh, Rodman had 16, and Stuckemeyer with 12 points. Uh, Maya Wade, she had a, a great performance for Shelbyville. Uh, she's a 1,000-point scorer there, and she poured in 30 last night in the loss for Shelbyville. It was North Clay picking up a win over Dietrich by a 20, 63 to 43. So North Clay improves to a 5 and 2, 2 and 1 in the NTC. Dietrich falls to a 500, 5 and 5, and 0 and 3 in the National Trail Conference. It was a Van Dyke and Shostevsky with 19 points for North Clay. Ballard also in double figures with 12. It was Estella Meinhardt leading the way for Dietrich. She had 14. It was a close game uh, in the first quarter. North Clay led 13 to 11, but a big second quarter outscored them 14 to 6. Did the Cardinals put uh, some distance and led by 10 at the half? And uh, North Clay had never looked back. Obviously, ended up doubling up that halftime lead uh, for the final score. Uh, Vandalia, they are currently on a little bit of a hot streak right now. I think this is their fourth straight win. Uh, they beat Flora 55-48. It was Tuscola over St. Thomas More 50-39. Zarthur over Argenta 48-14. And Nakomas over Ramsey 35-30. It was Paris over Marshall as uh, that was a good matchup in the LIC, but Paris got that one 48-40. And it was Topolos picking up the win over Pena 48-36. Lady Shoes are now 4-1 on the year. And Kaylee Niebergi, she poured in a 24 points last night for Topolis. And she had 12 in the first quarter alone. And T-Town led by 6 after 1. Uh, and then Pena chipped in ever ever so slightly the rest of the way. But uh, that uh, first quarter edge seemed to be the difference there. Uh, any uh, buyers for Pena led the way for them. She had 16 there in the loss um, and that was it for girls basketball last night uh, some games going on uh, this evening in uh, the NTC we got a uh, Dietrich matching up with uh, Nioga we got a uh, St. Anthony uh, going into a uh, Cowden Herrick Beecher City Arcola is out of Windsor Stew Straws South Central is hosting a uh, Vandalia this evening and we also have North Clay at uh, St. Elmo Brownstown and then uh, we got uh, two games on our airwaves uh, this evening. We got another NTC, NTC team, Altamont, as uh, they are going to be hosting uh, the 3-1, uh, 4-1, and one, four and one, I think, 4-1 and one, uh, Newton Eagles over on uh, Jack FM tonight. And uh, that should be a, a good one as uh, I think last year or two years ago, this game went to overtime in uh, Newton. Uh, so uh, should be a good one after uh, Altamont picking up a couple of victories recently. 
And they'll look to continue the trend against the Newton tonight and a tough matchup for them. Yeah, absolutely they do. Uh, tough matchup with the Newton Eagles. I saw them at the Cumberland Thanksgiving tournament, and they're playing some really good basketball to start the season. It'll be a tough matchup for Altamont. And uh, speaking of uh, Cumberland, as uh, they're uh, back in action this evening, as we got uh, Cumberland traveling uh, to a Casey over on a WCRA. Yeah, and uh, back Casey, in action after a week off. Week off, and you know that place a, a little bit of a distance rivalry, we'll say, between the two communities, considering how close they are. Um, sure. But uh, Casey's playing some really good basketball. They won that, uh, you know, Cumberland Thanksgiving tournament. They've been playing some good ball, and Cumberland's going to have to really turn it around if they want a shot tonight. Mm-hmm. They beat North Clay the other day in the rematch last week, and uh, we'll see what they can do uh, tonight over on uh, WCRA. Some other games going on around the area. Mulberry Grove hosting Patoka. Tuscola is at Arthur. Uh, we got Mount Vernon at Mount Carmel. Uh, Payne is at Shelbyville. Oka Valley hosting Sullivan. Um, Muhammad is uh, hosting uh, Charleston. Uh, Mattoon travels here to FEM. Paris is at uh, Tatopolis. Mount Zion against Alney, and uh, that's a good matchup. Mount Zion like 5-2. and two. Alney only like one loss on uh, the season uh, there. And a little non-conference, former Apollo Conference teams mm-hmm. uh, there. And we also got some uh, girls basketball on the docket for tonight as well. We got Casey going to Oblong Palhut. Winsley Stu Straw is hosting Arcola. CHBC up in Decatur as they're taking on uh, St. Teresa. And then this was the matchup uh, that was uh, circled for girls basketball this evening. We got Tri-County hosting Neoga there so that's a, a great early season matchup uh, between the titans and indians Absolutely. this evening in girls basketball so definitely uh check that one out we'll be uh, looking at that score as well as the other ones uh from around the area and we'll report about them tomorrow on tomorrow's show and of course stay tuned to the website as well and click on our local sports tab we got two games going on on our airwaves over on wcra and a jack fm tonight and we got a game going on tonight on these airwaves of 98.9 it's illinois basketball back in action in msg to take on the number two longhorns we'll talk about that game as well as the game that happened on friday against maryland on the way coming up here on the starting lineup the starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios will be right back. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Greet the season with savings as the countdown to Christmas begins at Rule King. Inventory of toys for the kids and save another 30% on all hoodies, sweatshirts, and sweatpants for the whole family. Plus, save up to $90 on DeWalt cordless drill sets. Your choice for just $149.99. Save on these Christmas countdown sale items and more at RuleKing.com or your neighborhood Rule King. America's farm and home store. 
Dale Diesel has been providing collision repair in the trucking industry for the past 15 years and has recently expanded into the automotive collision industry as Ruhal Autobody. The staff at Ruhal Autobody has many years of experience in the automotive collision industry and has the knowledge to repair your vehicle to pre-accident condition each and every time. Ruhal Autobody is located in the former Rick Meyer Autobody location between Topless and Effingham on Route 40. Call Jake Ruhal at 217-857-6150. Ruhal Autobody, where you are driving home their reputation. And now... My cut uses HGH, though. That's the only reason why he's good. I was going to say, is he still the best player in baseball? Yes. Even with all his injuries? Why? And the... Because people don't talk about him because he plays for the Angels. And they're going to continue to not talk about him because he still plays for the Angels. And he signed a long-term deal. And he doesn't play an entire season. And he can't make the postseason. And he doesn't. Because the Angels stink. Play the whole season. The starting lineup. I think you have to play a majority of the season to be the best player. On 98.9 The Game. Eric Fry, Sports Center update. St. Louis Blues give up three goals in the third period of their 6-4 loss to the New York Rangers at Madison Square Garden. The Blues are in sixth place in the Central Division with 22 points and an 11-14-0 record. They visit the Islanders tonight. Cardinals first baseman Paul Goldschmidt is raking in awards. The National League MVP was named to the All-MLB first team yesterday. The 35-year-old won the award on the four-year anniversary of the trade that sent him from Arizona to St. Louis. Goldschmidt led the senior circuit with a 982 OPS, and he hit 317 with 35 home runs and 111 RBIs in 2022. Chicago Blackhawks will try to snap their recent cold stretch when they visit the New Jersey Devils at the Prudential Center tonight. Chicago has dropped nine of the last ten contests following a 3-0 loss to the Islanders on Sunday. Chicago is in last place in the Central Division. Tonight's game gets underway at 6 p.m. Chicago Bears are getting some positive news about their starting safety. The Chicago Tribune is reporting that Eddie Jackson won't need surgery to repair a list frack injury in his foot. Jackson will likely miss the rest of the season after suffering the setback against the Jets in Week 12, but his recovery should take less time than it would if he needed surgery. Jackson intercepted four passes and forced two fumbles in 12 games this season. The Bears are on a bye this week, and they host the Eagles December 18th. And in college at basketball, Loyola will host Green Bay. Bradley visits SIU Edwardsville, and Valparaiso welcomes Trinity Christian. Welcome back in to the starting lineup here on a 98.9. Travis Sparks here, Eric Fry over there handling the uh, Sports Center hits. And uh, man, I saw that uh, from Buster Olney, uh, just how much money that the Padres were offering Trey Turner. Yeah. Contract worth more than $341 million. Yeah, he left $41 million on the table to go play wow. for the Phillies. Wow. And not go play in California with nice weather. Right. There's never not nice weather in San Diego. So that tells <laughs> you, like I said, what players are thinking about San Diego. I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a fair point. Wow. It's yeah. a lot of money. <laughs> 341 million it's nuts all right so uh, i was gonna say can, real quickly the one piece of breaking news we just got in what's that the titans have fired their gm john robinson um and everyone's finding it ironic how they he did it after aj brown came back on 119 yards and two touchdowns um to blow out the titans this weekend so 
Right. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> that is a good. Mike Vrabel didn't want to trade AJ Brown. John Robinson did it anyways, and Brown comes back for 119 yards and two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. That yep. is a revenge game. Yep, and lights him up. And yeah, the Schefter was reporting that, and uh, the Titans are in first place in the South. Yeah, <laughs> and they fired their GM. Wow. That's odd, right? It is. It's kind of odd. All right. Uh, so uh, let's uh, stay in uh, college basketball uh, for uh, this segment as uh, Illinois uh, back on the airwaves as, uh, hey, we got the early game in MSG uh, tonight. A little weird uh, playing for the uh, pregame starting at 5 o'clock and the tip-off a little after uh, 6 o'clock in New York tonight against Texas. But first, before we get there, uh, the game on a Friday night against uh, Maryland as uh, they picked up the win uh, 71 to uh, 66. And we knew that was going to be a hostile environment uh, there in the Xfinity Center. And uh, sure enough, it proved uh, that it was a hostile environment and a little bit uh, too much. You know, uh, everything's okay in the confines of the game, but there was some foul language and some food. That's the thing that, that I don't like, the food and stuff being thrown at the Illini. Uh, Terrence Shannon Jr. also was banged up. He had what was called a gusher uh, there. As uh, It was just a game of runs as, you know, Maryland, they got off to a run. Illinois came back, and then Maryland went on another uh, run there and uh, the Illini haven't had very much luck in Maryland I know I said it on a Friday but uh, they lost their last four games in College Park and they haven't won there in Maryland since they were in the ACC uh, since 2011 uh, Jalen Epps also was in uh, foul trouble on a uh, Friday as well Matthew Mayer didn't have a, a great game uh, Terrence Shane Jr. was banged up like I said uh, but it looked like he had the eye of the tiger there after he got busted up, and uh, Sky Clark was outplayed by uh, Jameer Young in the game as well. But, uh, you know, after all that, even though not playing so well, they did almost uh, win. But a couple of late things went the opposite way for the Illini. Uh, so they dropped their second game against Maryland on a Friday, and that caused Maryland to uh, shoot up in the polls that we told you about yesterday. Uh, Illinois only dropped in one spot. And that was really the – we talked about it on Friday as well, about it being the, the first real true road test uh, for these freshmen. And so another opportunity here in the early season with these uh, freshmen to get some experience in a high-pressure game as it's going to be the number two uh, Texas Longhorns uh, tonight on the table for Illinois at MSG. A lot of orange and a lot of burnt orange all over the place uh, tonight as uh, currently – uh, the Longhorns are favored by two and a half in uh, this one as uh, they've uh, taken down. They were really put on the map when they took down uh, Gonzaga in their like third game of the season when Gonzaga was ranked number two. They not only beat them, they blew them out 93 to 74. They also beat uh, Creighton uh, in a fall and had Creighton in a free fall as they beat uh, them 72 to 67 in their last game. Really, Texas kind of mirrors Illinois a lot in the sense of how they like to do things with Chris Beard and their defense. So uh, this could be a defensive struggle tonight. Also, uh, Texas, they don't really shoot the ball from three that well. So uh, that's something that uh, Illinois could look to export. But, uh, you know, we talked about it the other time when these threes aren't falling. uh, Illinois just keeps chucking them up there. 
Texas are led by a dynamic scoring duo. Uh, we know this guy a little bit from Minnesota as Marcus Carr. You may have uh, heard from his time in Minnesota. Uh, he's actually in his fifth year of college ball, and this is his second year with the Longhorns averaging 15.5 points per game. Uh, but they also had another transfer that's been leading the way uh, for them. He was the 2021 Big 12 Freshman of the Year from Iowa State, and he transferred here to uh, Texas as Tyrese Hunter is averaging 16 points a game. He's shooting 54% from the field, 37 points from beyond the arc. Uh, Longhorns also have Dylan Mitchell, a uh, five-star freshman that was in the top 10 in recruiting in uh, this uh, 2022 class. He's a 6'8 wing, averaging 8.2 points per game. Um, that's also something that uh, they're very similar with Illinois. Illinois is kind of lengthy and with their wingspan and uh, whatnot, and that causes some problems defensively, and that's kind of what Texas is uh, so uh, tonight we're gonna have to have the uh, freshman play better. Uh, we have to have uh, Sky play a little bit better uh, tonight. Also uh, get Matthew Mayer uh, playing better. He had a he was starting to seem like he was turning it around. Uh, didn't have a great game against Maryland, and we'll have to keep Epps out of foul trouble uh, tonight as well. So we'll how we'll have to see how uh, the freshman respond to the loss mm -hmm. and also uh, respond. Uh, to uh, one of the better teams in uh, college basketball tonight on a, another neutral floor. And this will be the first game that Texas has outside of the state of Texas. Oh. So it's an interesting note there. I think this is definitely a statement game tonight for statement Illinois. Statement game, yeah. I, I, I definitely think this is one of those games, Travis, where I think you're playing with house money if you're the Illini. Mm -hmm. No one's expecting you to go in and win. Yeah, not really. So uh, sixty-four percent on the matchup predictor yeah. for uh, ESPN. Yeah. So. so I, what better time to shock the world than tonight? Yeah, and the Jimmy V Classic, there in Madison Square Garden mm -hmm. on a national stage, indeed. Uh, so, uh, yeah, and this could be definitely uh, something that I'd be like, uh, this is who this will find out who we are. Uh, with uh, Illinois and how special this season uh, could be if mm -hmm. we put it together and uh, win tonight. Uh, the main event in the uh, uh, Jimmy V Classic tonight, of course, is the Dukies as uh, they're going to be going up against Iowa in the game following us. Uh, another big game in the Big Ten. Now we got number 13 Maryland uh, traveling to the Kohl Center to take on uh, Wisconsin. Yep. Uh, other top 25 action in uh, college basketball. Uh, we got number nine Arkansas in action. Number one Houston against South Florida. Number three Virginia against James Madison. Baylor in action tonight. TCU in action uh, tonight as well in uh, top 25 action. And uh, also, I want to give a, a shout out as uh, the uh, voters, or at least the pollsters for the women's team, they uh, were definitely showing some love to the Illini as the women's team is now ranked in the top 25 now. Oh, nice. Mm. So uh, they're like ranked number like 19 in the country now. Awesome. So I love it. After uh, pushing Indiana to the brink or something. Or maybe that was just the uh, Kim Palm rankings or, or something. Uh, I saw that they were uh, ranked or something. But hmm. I don't know. Maybe I didn't do uh, enough research on that. They got Rutgers coming up, and that game will be on tomorrow night. So, Well, they're not in Yeah, I know. bracketology. Should be. They're not. I know. 
Disrespect. It is. But Northern Iowa is there. And Illinois oh, Chicago is there. Yeah, well, that's good. And Eastern's still there, even with their loss. Even with their loss. Yeah. Okay. But no fighting Illini. Disrespectful. Yeah. Big disrespect. Eh, they'll learn. Yep. They'll learn uh, soon enough. Um, so uh, we'll we'll see. Six o'clock uh, tonight, uh, MSG against uh, Texas, and uh, five o'clock will be the pregame show here on ninety-eight nine of the game. So uh, let's uh, step away. We're up against it, and uh, let's uh, come back. Uh, close out the show uh, talking a little NFL <laughs> and old uh, Tom Brady does it again with another comeback, and we'll talk about that to close out the show. From the ninety-eight nine the game studios, the starting lineup. We'll be right back. Unfortunately, while the holiday season is an exciting time of year, it is also a time when people can become more vulnerable to theft and crime. Shop during daylight hours whenever possible. If you must shop at night, go with a friend or a family member and park in an area with adequate lighting. Avoid carrying large amounts of cash. Never leave your car unoccupied with the motor running or with children inside. Remain aware of your surroundings at all times and move to and from your vehicle with confidence and purpose. This is Deputy Chief Kurt Davis with the Evingham Police Department. From our EPD family to yours, we wish you a safe and happy holiday season. Need assistance with door and window projects? The Home Depot can help. From inspiration and materials to ordering and installation, our free Millwork virtual apron service can get you moving and doing. Plus, we speak Spanish too. Our associates can help you tackle complex jobs without you leaving the job site, saving you time and money. Call us at 1-833-HD-APRON or visit homedepot.com slash MVA. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Traveling, volunteering, spending time with family. What's your retirement look like? With income planning from Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can help you grow and protect your wealth. They'll look at your full financial picture and help you create a flexible strategy that considers things like market conditions and healthcare expenses. So you can stop worrying about the future and enjoy whatever comes next. Visit fidelity.com slash income planning. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services member NYSE SIPC. Dale's Days of Deals start with fresh, limited quantity deals each day on tech to power every passion. Save on select XPS laptops and Alienware PCs powered by 12th Gen Intel Core processors. Don't forget special pricing on latest monitors, docks, and accessories, plus free shipping on everything and monthly payment options with Dale Preferred Account. Just call 877-AX-DALE for Days of Deals savings. That's 877-AX-DALE, 877-ASK-DALE. Meet Joe A, Joe B, and Joe C. What's up? Three everyday Joes perfecting their banking with Chase. Joe A is locking his lost debit card with the Chase mobile app. Joe B is cruising toward his new ride with AutoSafe. And Joe C's Chase banker is helping him budget to go back to school. Tools that help protect, support for what's next. One bank that puts you in control. Visit chase.com slash checking. Chase, make more of what's yours. Chase mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Messaging and data rates may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. And now, where this is the furthest Effingham has gotten, and how many times? I'm going to get blasted for getting this wrong. Who wants to go first? Well, I'll go first. Semis once. Travis. Third round, three times. Semis once, once this year. The starting lineup. Like I said, by next week it'll no, be completely No, no, that's wrong. Well, I mean, okay, no, it's not. 
It's okay. Everyone gets $5. Jesus. Oh, that was so stupid. On 98.9 The Game. So stupid. <laughs> thought this was a freaking trick question. Welcome back in to the Astarna lineup. On 98.9 The Game, ESPN Radio, we're just here on 98.9, the uh, smidge a bit uh, longer. Apparently, uh, this was enough breaking news. Spain, apparently the World Cup's still going on, guys. Uh, Spain is eliminated from the World Cup. They lost in a penalty shootout in the round of 16. So there you go. Breaking breaking soccer World Cup news here, closing out the show. Uh, but old uh, Tom Brady did it again. As uh, Saints thought they had you, but nope. They were leading 16 to three in the fourth, and Tom Brady and the Bucks came back there and ended up winning uh, by a point. Uh, Tom Brady throwing a game-winning touchdown there out of the uh, very end, and uh, Tampa wins a 17 to a 16. This was. Uh, 44th of Tom Brady's career, passing Peyton Manning for the most in NFL history, a fourth-quarter comebacks uh, there for the great one. And he also had eight seconds on the clock. It marks the largest regular season fourth-quarter comeback of mm-hmm. Brady's career as well. And also another fascinating stat, the Bucks have scored 31 points in the fourth quarter against the Saints this season. They scored six total in the first three quarters in both of those games, and Tampa won both of those games. Yeah, and Brady, as you mentioned, Travis, was 0 for 37 in the regular season and 1 for 43 in the playoffs when trailing by at least 13 in the fourth quarter in his mm. career with his only win coming yeah, against the Falcons. Yeah, what was that? Super Bowl 41 against the Falcons, 28 to 3, in case you didn't remember <laughs> that. Uh, it's also the latest that Tom Brady has scored a go-ahead touchdown in regulation. His previous one, 2013, 10 seconds left against the Saints. Brady now has two go-ahead passing touchdowns in the final 15 seconds of regulation this season. He's the third quarterback since 1970 merger. Do that multiple times in a single season, joining Brett Favre in 99 and Steve Bortkowski in 1978, who we chat to. So if he gets another one, he'll break the record. Mm. So there you go. Man. Teams over the last five seasons, Travis, are 3-530, and 530, went down 13-plus points in the final four minutes of regulation. The three wins, the Chargers, Week 2018, Week 15 against the Chiefs, the Jets in Week 2 this season against the Browns, and the Bucks Monday against the Saints. <laughs> Saints, what happened? Uh, Tom Brady happened, I guess. Yep. Uh, well, uh, the Bucks now is six and six on the season. About 500, the, only team in the NFC South without a losing record. Yes, that gives them a 92 percent chance of winning the division, Travis. Mm-hmm. Currently, because of the division, yeah. currently fourth in the uh, standings for the playoffs. <laughs> six and six. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, that uh, closed out a week in number 13 of the uh, NFL regular season. We uh, march on after uh, Brady's uh, comeback victory in week number 14. It gets underway on a Thursday night football. As uh, this time, uh, it's the Raiders against the Rams. Oh, that's a good one. In L.A., so. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, uh, not so intriguing anymore. Could the Rams go 3-10 and 10 on the season Ooh. after the Super Bowl 
Yikes. Uh, we got a lot of teams on buys this week. Falcons, Bears, Packers, Colts, Saints, Commanders. What are we going to do, Eric? We got Colts and Bears both on buys for well, pick Well, luckily, we do have some other games going on this weekend. <laughs> oh, man. Didn't realize that the Colts and the Bears yeah. both had uh, bye weeks uh, here. But we'll figure something out. Uh, of course, the Dolphins and Chargers were flexed into uh, Sunday Night Football uh, this upcoming week. Thank goodness we don't have to sit through Russell Wilson and the Broncos primetime. But yeah. we did get flexed out of the Patrick Mahomes game as they were taking on the Chiefs. Uh, there we'll see what the Ravens do a quarterback we'll see uh, what um, someone else had a quarterback issues oh the 49ers we'll see uh, what uh, they do but they look like they're going with their third string uh, quarterback that led them to the victory uh, last week but uh, week number 14 upon us and also the Jets and the Bills as well this week coming up we'll, we'll take a look more of these later in the week but uh, that's going to do it here for us on the uh, show and uh, coming up we got more national sports to uh, talk about and some college football as well to talk about in the pod but coming up next here on ESPN Radio is a Bart and Han enjoy thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game Welcome back and welcome to overtime of the uh, starting lineup. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry still here with you. Still got some more things to, to uh, talk about. Still got some uh, college football uh, stuff as well as some other uh, national sports to get to as well. And uh, before we get into any of that, is there anything on SportsCenter that we missed? Um, yeah, uh, Dylan Cease is being honored for his tremendous 2022 campaign. The White Sox ace was named to the all MLB second team yesterday. Uh, the Pacers defeated the Warriors 112 to 104 to snap a three-game losing streak. Rookie Andrew Nimbard led Indiana with 31 points and 13 assists. The Pacers are now 13-11 overall, fifth place in the East. And the they return to the court tomorrow in Minnesota against the Timberwolves. Rumors are circling. Uh, Purdue head coach Jeff Brom, after Scott Satterfield departed Louisville to take over the football program at Cincinnati, Brom is a Louisville native and played quarterback for the Cardinals in the early 1990s. He also spent the first six years of his college coaching career on the Louisville staff. The 51-year-old coach has led the Boilermakers since 2017 and has gone 36-24 and 24 during his tenure. So there is that. Um, all four of the finalists for college football's most outstanding player are Quarterbacks, Southern California's Caleb Williams, Ohio State's C.J. Stroud, Georgia's Stenson Bennett, and Texas Christian's Max Duggar are up for the Heisman Trophy. Three of them will be competing for a shot at a national title in the college football playoff semifinals later this month, with the exception of Williams and USC. The Heisman will be presented in New York on Saturday. Right. How uh, How is Stetson Bennett on this list? I Number one team in the country. That's well, the only thing I can say. Yeah, I guess so. And Heisman Trophy becoming a sham. Yep. Becoming a shell Heisman of Trophy, former. it ain't what it used to be. It's not. Nope. It's really not. 
Uh, Baltimore Ravens head coach John Harbaugh says that quarterback Lamar Jackson is considered week-to-week with a knee injury. Jackson was hurt when he was sacked late in the first quarter in Sunday's 10-9 win over the Broncos. Speaking to reporters on Monday, Harbaugh said that Jackson is, quote, probably less likely to play Sunday against the Pittsburgh Steelers, but it's not impossible. After that, Harbaugh said it'll become more and more likely Jackson will play. Um, We talked about winter meetings. Uh, Kyrie Irving is no longer a Nike athlete. Take that for what you will. Multiple reports say the two sides have parted ways after the company suspended its relationship with Irving a month ago when he posted a link to a film with anti-Semitic messages. And that is all I got. That's all you got. I thought there was something else I saw, but I can't think of what it was. So. I mean, I'm just seeing uh, all the time. It's like every day, and with the the portal opening up uh, yesterday from college football, I see a ton of players yeah. left and right entering the transfer one. portal. Uh, the quarterback that for uh, Clemson, uh, you got Lele. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going to be in the transfer portal after getting benched in the ACC championship game. Uh, there's another quarterback from NC State out there as well that's been. Uh, very good, and also has a quarterback in Champagne. His brother. I did see that. The, yes, uh, is on the team. So, oh, there was something else I wanted to bring up, and you had mentioned it, Travis. I think last week, maybe, um, about the Vegas tournament for the girls' college basketball. I did, yeah. and and what it is. And mm-hmm. uh, well. Three college tournaments, uh, college teams, I should say, have withdrawn from the Las Vegas tournament as part of a continuing fallout from a similar event at a strip resort over Thanksgiving weekend where safety concerns were raised. Dayton, Purdue, and Texas A&M are all out of the Las Vegas Holiday Hoops Classic at the South Point Arena. Those schools, according to tournament operations manager, had agreed to be additions to this tournament in coordination with officials from uh, Destination Basketball, which ran the Las Vegas Invitational last month at the Mirage. Um... So basically, the Las Vegas Invitational experienced many problems, including not having medical personnel on site, which resulted in Auburn freshman Carissa Richardson lying on the court for 50 minutes after falling hard and appearing to hit her head before EMTs arrived. Indiana coach Terry Morin considered not playing after Richardson's injury, but the now number four Hoosiers took the court and beat Memphis 79-64. Morin said after the game that she thought women's basketball, quote, had taken a couple steps backwards as a result of the tournament conditions that also included fans sitting on folding chairs rather than bleachers. This Las Vegas Hoops Classic will be played December 19th through the 21st and includes Campbell, Cleveland State, Jacksonville State, Lindenwood, and Utah Tech. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Um, yeah, yeah, and that's uh, also bad with the the conditions that they were with uh, playing in the just the conference room and yep. no <laughs> on site, no uh, medical personnel, EMTs yeah. on site. Those teams That's will still bad. be in Vegas as the Sport Tours International runs the South Point Tournament, um, which is going to be going on at the same time. Mm-hmm. So so they're going to be playing at South Point instead of the Mirage. Right. Mm. But, yeah, that's – I mean, it was, a, it was a bad a bad look. It was a really bad look. Sure. And the more you read into it, the worse and worse I think it gets. So. Mm. Wanted to bring that up. Um, as well as the Cowboys have met with OBJ. Hey, he was in the house last night for the Mavs game. Yep. It's a bunch of Cowboys. Yep. 
So they were doing a little recruiting, little recruiting trip. Like they were all, we were all in college again. Yep, yep, yep. And did you mention JT Daniels? I mentioned it off the air, but <laughs> what JT is Daniels the, in the transfer portal again? Again. Yep. He his was four, like, it's going to be his fourth different school. Mm-hmm. That is ridiculous. It's like a USC, uh, Georgia, and last season at West, West Virginia. Virginia. Now he's going to go somewhere, somewhere else. else with another mm-hmm. year of eligibility. Yeah. Yeah. That is that is the problem with this whole transfer portal thing. Mm-hmm. Because he says he wants to, uh, he's seeking a location regardless of level that could help him develop and fulfill his ambitions to reach the NFL. So it's not even about going to a winning team, nothing like that. It's about getting him ready for the NFL. Go to Colorado then. Sure, and it's like, uh, well, Colorado's already got a quarterback. And it so happens to be the coach's son. Well, that's true. <laughs> Uh, yes, yeah, so uh, <coughs> some people are probably on their way to a Colorado committed. Uh, so probably players that, I don't know, maybe they rubbed some players the, the wrong way. Yep. Uh, the way uh, Dion Prime came in there. And uh, with the, the opening speech, though, yeah, we'll, we'll see. And it's just like open up the floodgates. Haven't heard of really any significant players for Illinois. Of course, there are some players that are kind of buried on the depth chart that are, and they did have a uh, safety that was from Louisville. I think he decided to uh, come here from the transfer portal, but as like an offensive, one of the top offensive linemen that hasn't allowed a sack in his entire three-year career at Alabama. Yeah. He's in the transfer portal. A couple other players from Bama are going to be entering that. So a lot of free agency. And this is kind of what is exciting about the potential for NCAA football games of the transfer portal being in there and uh, what kind of that can entail with free agency basically in the college sports. So, um, yeah, it's a wild, wild world. I still don't like there it. in uh, college football. And uh, it's the only really only one player, Ohio State, uh, the receiver, has kind of battled some injuries uh, this year. He's going to skip out on the uh, playoff and uh, declaring for the NFL draft. That's all that's really came out. Um, as of now, still got a little bit to go before bowl season officially gets underway. And Illinois is losing an athlete to the transfer portal as well. Right, but... It's not a big name. Is he buried on the depth chart? He was a a defensive back and a wide receiver, I believe. I think I've heard of one, but... Yeah, I don't think he had any too much significant... No, that's why I said it wasn't uh, anyone significant. Yeah. Hey, we got a college football game this weekend. Oh, there is? It's Army-Navy. Oh, yeah, that's right. I think I can't remember if... I think it was Army who released those uniforms. That looks sweet. I think it was Army. Well, I say it was. Yeah, I guess it's not good enough to be on ESPN, but... Uh, Navy favored by a point here. Basically a pick'em. Four hmm. and seven Navy, five and six Army. Nice. They're in Philly. Uh, bowl games. Uh, first one is on December sixteenth. Uh, we got ten days. Yep, that's right. Very good. Very good. What happened in uh, the NBA uh, last night was what I was looking up. Um, let's see. No, uh, Dallas was in action. What do they do for uh, the people? 
when they do in front of OBJ and uh, Max Duggar for TCU also was there as well. It's all uh, the Mavs won. They beat the Suns 130-111. Luka, 33 points. Last night, hey, the Pacers, look at that. They beat the Warriors. That doesn't happen too often there at uh, Chase Center. 112-104, Indiana picking up the win over the Warriors. Bucks got the win over the Magic. Magic 5-20 and 20 to begin the season. Uh, Clippers by two over the Hornets. Thunder and Hawks. Trouble in paradise there in Atlanta. Trey Young, hanging mm-hmm. along with uh, the coach. Yeah. Uh Celtics twenty and five now on the year with the win over the Raptors. Uh Rockets and double O T over the seventy sixers, one thirty two to one twenty three. Uh Grizzlies over the Heat. And that was it from last night. Marquee matchups uh, tonight, doubleheader on a TNT, Mavs back in action, second game of the night against the Nuggets and the uh, Lakers and the Cavs, so old LeBron. Going back to uh, Cleveland yep. at uh, 6.30. So tune in your TV dials there. If he plays, who knows? Who knows? Uh, Pistons and Heat also uh, tonight sandwiched in there as well. Hmm. Let's see here. I talked about uh, the NHL, at least the Blues, taking a loss. Blackhawks <laughs> play tonight. They didn't play yesterday. Rangers 6-4 to four over the Blues. Yep. Uh, the Knights won in a shootout over the uh, Bruins, four to three. Uh, Flyers over the Avalanche, five to three. Capitals three to two over Edmonton. Uh, Flames three to two over the Coyotes, and uh, the Canucks. High scoring affair, four goals in the third period. They won seven to six in OT over the Canadians. Mm-hmm. So that game definitely hit the over. Yes. Uh, like you said, uh, Blackhawks in action against the Devils tonight. Also got the Kings, Senators, Blue Jackets, Penguins. Red Wings against the uh, Lightning. And Blues uh, still in their little New York swing against the Islanders. Uh, Panthers, Jets, Maple Leafs, Stars, Ducks, Hurricanes, Canadians, Kraken as well. All for you tonight in the NHL. There you go. There you go. Mm. Sabres Blue Jackets tomorrow. Is that a good one? No. Okay. Blue Jackets, what's going on with you? 8-13. Yeah, that's not good. Second game of the night. Eh. It's all right. Rangers Knights tomorrow. Let's say I probably would have... Picked the Bruins and Avalanche, but eh, just me. Just you. I guess people would rather go to Vegas. Hey, who wouldn't want to go to Vegas? <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, All depends on whether you're doing there in Vegas. That's true. Wanted to to point out uh, just a, a couple little update tidbit newsy kind of things that I couldn't fit in anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And that is that uh, we have some local schools, Travis, that are looking for high school football coaches. Do we? Casey, Lawrenceville. We we talked about those at the end of the season. As I say, I thought I heard Casey. But add to that list Sarah Gordo. Mm. 
which they yeah. were making strides. Mm-hmm. And Pena. Really? Pena's looking for a new head football coach. Mm. Also, Loyola Academy. They uh, one up in uh, Chicago that won all those championships. Uh, there uh, just came out this morning. That. Yeah, it's retiring. Yep. Yep. Coach up there. Yep. Hmm. 17 seasons, three championship banners. So, there you go. He was an all-10, uh, all-Big Ten linebacker at Illinois when he played. Uh, uh, Holchek, he was a coach. John Hol- Holchek. Gotcha. So, there you go. But, um, yeah, that's uh, – to me, the Pena one is kind of interesting. may have to – give Todd a call and get his opinion on that. Yeah, definitely uh, have to do some investigating mm-hmm. uh, with that one. So, And then I do have some this day in sports history, if you would like. This day in history. Yes, we haven't had some in a while. <laughs> I have not. So let's, All uh, right, let's do it. Let's do some this day. So we'll start with yesterday. Uh, Edron James, back in 1998, ran for 299 yards and three touchdowns as Miami Rallied to beat number three, UCLA, 49-45. The loss cost UCLA a potential chance to play for the BCS National Championship. Um, the game, by the way, was originally supposed to be played September 26th, but was moved back due to Hurricane George. Um, 1998, mm-hmm. December 5th, Siri Parker's 32-yard touchdown reception in the second overtime period lifts number 10, Texas A&M, to a 36-33 comeback win over number two, Kansas State, in the Big 12 championship game in St. Louis. The loss cost... Kansas State, a potential chance to play for the BCS National Championship. December 5th, 2000, Carl Malone of the Utah Jazz converted a finger roll in the lane for two points, moving past Will Chamberlain and into what was then second place on the NBA's all-time scoring list. December 5th, 2016, Clay Thompson scored 60 points in a 142-106 win over the Pacers while playing just 29 minutes and using 11 dribbles. It remains the fewest minutes played in a 60-point game in NBA history. And today's date, December 6, 1992, Jerry Rice recorded his 101st receiving touchdown, breaking the NFL record for career receiving touchdowns. He wasn't nearly done, though. He added 96 more before retiring with 197 career receiving touchdowns. December 6, 2000, Antoine Jameson of the Golden State Warriors and Kobe Bryant of the Los Angeles Lakers each scored 51 points in the Warriors' 125-122 overtime victory. It's the first time in nearly 38 years and only the third time in NBA history that opposing players each scored at least 50 points in an NFL game. On this day back in 2010, LeBron James and Dwayne Wade got their first signature moment as teammates with a fast break dunk leading to an infamous photo of the moment. That's the one where Dwayne Wade's got his hands out like this and LeBron is dunking behind him. You've, you've seen that picture. I'm familiar. Yes. Yeah. That, that happened on this day back in 2010. And finally on this day back in 2014, in his first career start, Cardell Jones throws for 257 yards and three touchdowns. Number five, Ohio State routes number 13, Wisconsin 59 to nothing in the 2014 Big Ten Championship game in Indianapolis. In Indy. And that is on this day in sports history. There you go. All right. See if we remember to do it again tomorrow. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. All right. So, uh, do I see anything left here on the schedule? I don't think so. I don't uh, have anything left. I got nothing. All right. So, uh, we'll get out of here then. We will be back for you tomorrow. Uh, thanks for uh, listening. Uh, thanks for uh, downloading. 
we'll be back to a recap all those uh, basketball games tonight at the local level. And uh, we'll be back to do that. So thanks for listening yes. and thanks for downloading. Have a great rest of your day. Peace out. <laughs>